0: Hi there! I was struggling between introducing myself as my first podcast versus telling my story of how I decided that I wanted to live more intentionally or become a minimalist. Um, I decided that I can do both in one episode. I mean why not? In order for me to tell you my awakening story I would have to tell you what I've been doing before. Before I awakened. So that's still some form of introduction, right? So let's get on to it. Let's start with introducing myself. And um, well, my name is Anne, and I live in the Philippines, specifically in Luzon, one, the biggest island. one of the biggest islands in the Philippines is it? oh no geography yes I believe it is and it's in the north uh, part of the Philippines where the capital is specifically in Luzon I live in Metro Manila and more specific than than that I live in Paranaque it's the area where the international airports are or most of the international airports are and Ashley. We live right next to, or close, where our village is located. It's very close to the international airport. And um, I'm married to my husband. We don't have kids yet, or we don't have any child yet. Um, We want to have one. Currently, we are living with my parents in their house. And uh, for work, I used to work as a... Well, I used to work in the corporate setting for many, many years, more than a decade. And the last job that I held was as an assistant training manager for leadership development. So I was a trainer and it's for a multinational company. And I left that uh, position so that I could rest and do something else. And that something else was actually a business. And I was selling I had a business a small one and I was selling turmeric tea long story short uh, the demand was not as great as before and there when I started out there were just a few of us few companies selling turmeric and that's why we had a lot of customers and many were buying from us it and then Uh, The big players are coming in people are placing or companies are placing their products in supermarkets So it was really very accessible to customers Versus ours, which was only available in bazaars wherever we would set it up and the logistics and cost of setting up in bazaars does not justify the I mean the sales does not justify the cost already it was starting to uh, be like that so we weren't able to cope with the costs of putting up the business and uh, maintaining the business especially with government fees and all so we decided to close the business so right now I'm starting a a new business and this is entirely different because now it's a soap business artisan soap so I'm a little crafty myself I love arts that's why I'm really enjoying this one although right now making more than I'm selling I plan to launch my products in March 15 last March 15 of this year but the quarantine happened coronavirus happened and i wasn't able to do that so i w- i'm just waiting for my opportunity after the quarantine after the lockdown to start selling or launching my, my, the business so there that's for who i am and what i do what was I doing what kind of shopper or what kind of person am I in terms of um, maybe my life so before I had the awakening moment um, I remember I think this happens a lot to women but it can also happen to men but when I open my drawers because I don't really have a cabinet everything all my clothes are folded but when I open the drawer I stare at the clothes that I have I know all the clothes that I have on top of my head I mean I can picture them although they were a lot there were a lot but um, still I couldn't figure out which one I would like to wear for that day there were certain pieces that are my favorite and I keep wearing them every time that they're returned from the laundry and I have an opportunity to wear them again I would wear them I end up wearing just a few pieces, again, and again, and then the other is just end up in the drawer without—I mean, without me using it or them in a, for a year. So that's what I had a dilemma always to try think of what I was going to wear, and it was a task. It took a lot of time, and uh, the—and I at first my husband thought that I didn't have enough clothes so we need to shop for more but the truth is i had too many (laughs) so (laughs) it's a it's it's funny to think that he would think that i mean he thought that the reason why i haven't picked up a dress to wear or clothes to wear for that day when we were going out is that because i didn't have anything to wear i mean i didn't have enough clothes or on the contrary I actually had too many to th- ask options and I didn't want that and I remember also just right now I remember every time we're in a department store and I'm presented with super number I mean an s- enormous amount of options I just don't like shopping Especially if it's not organized, if it's there's, for example, I walk into the shoes department or shoe department, and every everywhere, just all around me, there's no organization whatsoever, and I see shoes, you don't know where to start. I hate that. So I think that's one of the things that I don't really enjoy shopping in that kind of uh, scenario. I want shoes that are lined up so I know where I would start to Look at shoes and um, how would I do it methodically uh, and make sure that I pass every one of them before I make a decision. That that's so that's what I like to do when I pick out the clothes that I wear. Is that I want to see them all and then make a decision, but that takes a long time if you have a lot of clothes there. And also, I was buying on impulse whenever we think we feel that we need, without really curating if we really need. An item or food clothes whatever it is maybe um, some item in the from the hardware store we buy them especially the ones that are cheap they're not really very expensive so you think you're not wasting your money but it all adds up we also have a ton of food wastage before we would uh, buy just because we we know that we eat these types of snacks sometimes so we buy them and then we think that we're going to eat all of them or, or maybe in the past we finished them all the pack and then we buy them again and it turns out that we and then the next week we didn't love this as, as much as to the first week time we bought it so there will be food in the refrigerator that just get spoiled or expired by the time that we check and the funny thing is, it's not really funny, it's food waste age. it's not a funny thing, but when we start to run out of a shelf space inside a refrigerator, that's when we clear the the ref up of things or food, and then that's when we realize that there are items that are expired, food that has already expired, or that doesn't look good, doesn't smell good anymore, and we throw them out. and we really, I really didn't like that. We didn't like that feeling. So uh, that's one of the things that what what we were doing before. And then we also were fond of dining out. I was a food blogger, blogger with a B. So I was writing, and it was back in the day where we bloggers were really, really famous. And I was on the rise. I w- I got invite. I got invited in. Uh, by some restaurants to feature their opening, launching of new products or new food items, or menu items. But yeah, we were dining out on impulse, even in fine dining restaurants, were expensive restaurants. And in restaurants, even if we weren't hungry, we had to try, if we saw a, a restaurant that, were, that was offering something different, we had to try it because we had to have content for our blog. And that wasn't really financially sound later on, as I would learn. We were also buying a lot of things that we were just using once, or two times, or twice, and then end up forgetting about it. We bought a helicopter toy, and it was a remote-control helicopter, and we flew it once, just once. It wasn't even a cheap toy so it had a price tag on it on it and we used it just once because we just wanted to have a remote control operated toy specifically something that flies that we can control and um, it's back in the day when drones weren't popular yet so it's just RC or remote control helicopters or remote control toy cars things of that nature and yeah that particular toy we just used once, and there are even items that we bought and not end up using. We wanted to go into the pool and use certain I mean we bought some things like goggles or because I remember, because we were planning to go on a trip to some beach with friends, that didn't happen, so we had goggles and snorkels, and we kept it until for years, until we realized we didn't really need them. So I found some good use for them, I think I donated them, and or I forgot about where they are or where they were, but I think I, I donated them, I, I don't really remember just an example and then I also had a makeup cl- massive 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 makeup collection it's something that girls can buy because there are some makeup I mean you can save up and buy one item a month or one or two items a month and then later on you find that because you're not gonna finish one lipstick in one month later on before you know it you have a beauty shop in your room and I had Two, three, four tote bags full of makeup. I wasn't really going anywhere with those makeup because I was I wasn't in a profession that I needed to wear heavy makeup. So I was just wearing them inside a house and then washing them off hours after because I just wanted to try my makeup skills or try the products and then they would expire and then you know I need to throw them out makeup collection and then also personal care products that I end up trying because I watch a video on YouTube and people recommended it they have some good reviews on that product I buy them and then doesn't work for me or maybe I buy them it doesn't doesn't work it doesn't didn't maybe the product didn't have any good I mean didn't do anything good or bad just didn't do anything so i still have some of those personal care products and then months and months after i figure i mean i go to my uh, where i put my personal care products and then see that oh i forgot i had this product and then it's already expired so i have to throw it out so that's how i was back then i mean maybe some people can relate to that maybe that's your current situation I'm not saying that I've completely rid myself of uh, that part of my life I still am um, some way in still in that phase but that's what I was doing before and I didn't think that there was any problem with that now we're in the awakening moment my awakening all right well it started with me looking at tiny house videos or tiny homes or tiny house videos on YouTube and I was just fascinated how people in other countries (laughs) think that those are tiny houses because here in the Philippines they are just called houses or homes because there are a lot more tinier houses here in the Philippines than the ones that are in the tiny house. Uh, of course, there were some features in tiny house films or videos that I've watched on YouTube that are really, really tiny. And I'm surprised that I, they made it work with a um, toilet inside a 20, no, no, uh, I think it was a 10 square meter house. I'm not sure, but... Yeah, so something like that. So, but here in the Philippines, there are a lot of tiny houses and we would just call those dimensions just a house, a regular house. What fascinates me is that in other countries, it's a big deal moving from a larger home to a smaller home. And uh, I kept on watching these videos and they also keep on mentioning the people who are transferring I mean transitioning from a big house to a tiny house are people who are trying to live minimally and that's where that term was really brought up for me I wasn't aware of the term I didn't know that there was a minimalist movement or minimalism movement and so after I graduated from watching tons and tons hundreds of videos on tiny houses I then started to get uh recommended videos on minimalism and started to click on them one by one and i was really immersed and really learning and really fascinated about this movement i haven't heard anyone here in the philippines talk about this advocate about tiny i mean about minimalism and minimalist living or intentional living and then i saw the netflix feature on minimalism and just really immersed myself in videos and 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 literature about minimalism that starts in and then it just spiraled on to from minimalism life and then wardrobe and then decluttering and then Marie Kondo videos just a compilation of many many videos and then I also stumbled upon Matt, Matt Diavela videos and yeah and there were a lot of wardrobe videos also on YouTube that I watched. And they all feature minimalism or say the word minimalism or minimalistic. And uh, that's what really got me curious. And I was thinking that. Because how free, because people just talk about how freeing it was for them as an experience and how it changed their lives. So that's what did it for me. I mean, I wanted to have the same experience, so I researched on it and tried to do it, and then decided no, not tried, but I decided to do it for myself. Because as it turns out, some of the things that I was already doing was already in track for minimalism, and uh, I started that. I think a year or two ago so it wasn't really a very hard transition it's just accepting that I was already doing it and why not put a label on it and also keep track of what I'm doing so that I can hit a target a certain target I didn't have any target before I was just doing it because it saves me money things that I, the habit changes that I mean because it saves money but now, because I know about movement and the term, what it's used—I mean, the term that's used, minimalism—and I carved a picture, a specific picture, picture for myself, what my ideal minimalistic, minimalistic lifestyle would be, and now I have a target. So that's my awakening move, moment. now what I've done so far after having that awakening moment I've in three batches I've already donated a bunch of clothes that we had boxed and uh, stored somewhere where we didn't see and we just had boxes and boxes of clothes in our room that um, were ta- they were really taking up space we all started selling some stuff not really a whole lot I mean uh, not a, ho- a whole lot of luck there because I've just been started uh, taking photos <laughs> just sounds easy to do but actually takes a lot of time cleaning up and deciding which one to take a photo of and take several photos of posting uh, figuring out what text to put on so that people will be attracted to your post because there are a lot of people who are posting stuff on the internet to sell so yeah so there's just a lot of things you need to do and you need to figure out and get and work around when you're posting things for sale on Facebook market or anywhere else and also we got rid of a lot of junk And it was hard at first because some of those chunks, I am really big on notebooks. So that's why I have a lot of notes, I have a lot of notebooks. So what I did was I took a picture of some of the pages that I really went into each notebook and flipped the pages to find out which ones I really want to keep, which note or which memory, because I also doodle a lot in my notebooks. So I have notebooks way back, college and it was decades ago I mean a decade decades ago maybe <laughs> I don't know. I don't know just a lot a lot uh, more than a decade ago so I had a lot of notebooks I took a picture of the pages that I wanted to store in memory and um, got rid of everything else a huge pickup load of tr- uh, junk truck or pickup truck uh, picked up everything and it wasn't just my junk it was a junk of collective people inside a house so there were there were a lot of papers and uh, magazines and things like that so and then started to curate the things that we uh, we need to buy so not buying any more clothes unless necessary really necessary there was a time when uh, there was an event where we needed some green shirts to participate in a particular event and there was an option to buy a shirt that had a logo or a, a caption or a statement printed on a shirt and I was so very sure that we were only going to use it once if we bought that shirt because we that wouldn't be very fashionable and appropriate for a lot of occasions if we use that printed that statement on the shirt it was for a, a, an event and a very specific event for very specific people so it wasn't something that we could I knew that it we wouldn't be able to wear those shirts again so as an option and I'm glad that it was an option we could wear just green shirt to the event just so that we could have the same uh, color shirt as everyone else so we didn't need to buy we didn't want to buy and I'm glad that they had that option so Even if it was seemingly necessary to buy clothes, we We didn't. And my technique for that is if you think you need clothes or anything else, any item before you buy it, then put it on the list and then go back to the list one week after. If you still feel that you need it, then wait another week and review the list. But if you feel you don't, you realize you don't need it, you've gone one week without buying it and you're okay and we can take it off the list so that those are small things that I've done so far and um, I'm quite happy that I've really begun this journey and I I know that there's a lot more to learn a lot more to do a lot more to I mean yeah to do basically and also a lot of, of mindset change and habit changes that I need to do for myself the last segment to this episode I would just want to discuss minimalism in the Philippines and how does it look, how is it looking and is it a big movement here in the Philippines, is it very popular I would say straight up that it's not a very popular idea although there are a lot of people who are interested in the idea there maybe they're also doing it but it's just a very small group of people who are doing it I signed up for a Facebook page that had 30, i mean facebook group that had thirty five thousand members, although there were only a few people who are very active in that facebook group and there were aren't, there aren't a lot of posts every day that's how you know that uh, the movement isn't really very popular or the concept isn't very popular but there really are there's a sign of promise the minimalism movement here in the philippines is not mainstream it's not being discussed on television it's not there aren't any popular figure in the philippines that are hailed as looked up as uh, minimalism advocates or things like that so it's starting from the people underground and it's also very difficult to explain to other people who are not part of the movement because it's very strange it's a very strange term as i on my introduction or my my trailer my podcast trailer i said that here in the philippines because a lot of people are just hovering or living under or just hovering above the poverty line once they get a bit of money the first thing is the the instinct is really to buy things that they wouldn't able or they weren't able to buy when they didn't have money so consumerist Mentality, So that's what's going on here. So minimalism isn't something that people are naturally aware of. I mean, or just by concept, they're not really in any sense. They cannot grasp it. They would not be able to understand it. Even if people, the people in the group, in the Facebook group that I joined, even if they tried to explain it to the people that they know, friends and family it's, it was really difficult for them so yeah there are a few groups in, on Facebook and the few groups that are there aren't really very active but there are, there's a strong promise of it just rising up to mainstream just like I think it's the same thing as the environmentalism um, kind of mentality of movement the zero waste movement kind of creeped up on any everybody and now it's in on mainstream and people are talking about it and people know what it is or what it means minimalism i hope someday that i mean it's going to get there and i hope it gets there soon that people won't have to uh, ask what minimalism is and how it it really is defined and even in within the group that i joined on facebook there are really misconceptions about Minimalism, and I I would like to address them on another episode. And because I mean, we're all part of this group and this movement and if we're all we all have different ideas i know we have different ideas on minimalism but there are certain misconceptions that i wish would be corrected early on in the movement because people would want to know about minimalism if if people explained it differently and incorrectly they would have a very very bad notion of about the movement for example that minimalist people only wear black gray white and Um, on some occasions brown or khaki color (laughs) clothes which isn't true it doesn't mean that you have colorful uh, attire or wardrobe that uh, or you have a red blouse on your wardrobe in your wardrobe means that you're not a minimalist so that's not true I mean Real minimalism or living intentionally is just curating the things around you and make sure that the things that you have are the ones that make you happy. So if red shirts make you happy, then make it a thing that you are the few items of clothing that you have because you're living intentionally intentionally leave red articles of clothing that you love in your wardrobe when you're decluttering so yeah uh, that's just one of the misconceptions that i feel is not being addressed in the group and um yeah i would like to bring up some more uh, misconceptions about minimalisms and try and minimalism and try to address them on uh, future episodes of in this podcast so there that's a situation of the minimalism minimalism movement here in the philippines It for today, thank you for listening to this very narcissistic podcast episode where I introduce myself and I'll uh, tell you about my the start of my minimalism journey, why I'm here, why I'm doing this, why I'm sharing this. and uh, I hope you picked up some good points. I don't know which ones you could pick up uh, and be able to use, but let's uh, get through this together and, and journey on, just be happy with uh, what we're doing and uh, make sure that if we do get on the minimalism bandwagon or get on that bandwagon we don't do it just because it's a popular idea uh, but we do it because we feel that this is what's going to make us happy and it's what's going to help us really uh, get a groove on and then you feel that this is a good step for you to develop your person I mean develop something in you maybe you want to develop uh, you want to have more time and just get rid of the things that you are maintaining because if you have less things in your life you have less items to maintain and you have less time needed or devoted to maintaining those things or those items in your life so yeah so make sure that you make the decision for you and not for anything else or anyone else so have fun um and i Hope to see you or hear you and hope you hear me on the next podcast.